uh, she was actually like a friend, a mentor. Um, I talked about my girlfriend with her. Um, I talked about things that was going on at my family life with her, and she was just so understanding and awesome and really comforting. And um, from then on, I learned that if I really do want to make it in this life, I need people I can like lean on besides yeah. my family. Yes. Um, because your family is an awesome support system, but once you leave that house, it's kind of hard. Right. So, um, it's and let's be honest, uh, yeah. sometimes you don't want to talk to your family. Yeah, about that's very yeah. true. I mean, I'll be honest. That's very sometimes true. Sometimes there are issues that you don't want to talk about with your spouse or your mm. mom and yeah. dad or whatever. Yes. You need a kind of a third-party, ambiguous right. sort of yeah. person. You're listening to the Finding Your Place podcast series a series made by college students for college students. Okay, so here's the thing. Sometimes you get brought up to believe that you should do things by yourself, you know, be independent. You hear that over and over again growing up. Yeah, I mean, like we were saying earlier, it seems like you're supposed to do college alone, to be grown up, make your own way, make your own decisions. Yeah, like the younglings would say, adulting. (laughs) Exactly. But you don't want to try to do it all alone. Most people who try to do it alone don't do so well. You need to connect with people, and with little luck, find a mentor. All right. We're back. Yeah, there. Oh, yeah, that's true. We're yeah. back. <laughs> <laughs> We're back. Is it recording now? It is I recording. guess going back to mentoring. No. Um, what is something that you guys were looking for in a mentor? Uh, For me, I think the number one thing I always look for is do they have the ability to be informal with me? Because mm. like I said, I'm big yeah. on that. Um. Show me your true self, yeah. and then we can make a connection. I try to get it from people who have nothing to do with the military. Mm-hmm. And the reason why is, you know, I, I joined the Army at 17. I got out at 31. That was, I life. grew up in the Army. Yeah. And, and now I want to learn how to unlearn some of those behaviors mm-hmm. and sort of all the quirkiness that go along with being a soldier. Right. right? Independence was like drilled into my brain so hard growing up and like after my car accident it was like oh you have to be independent so that's just like my thing is just being independent I can do everything myself Um, I wasn't looking for a mentor actually at all my mentor kind of just was like hey man like Santi you don't have to do it by yourself and it was just nice and it made things smoother knowing like I was like oh like I can bounce this idea on, like, you became my unofficial advisor. So how do you think your voice in this Finding Your Place podcast series is kind of going to serve as a a guide, almost as if you're mentoring new college students? Uh, Mm -hmm. If you had, if you were trying to tell them something, what, what would it be? I think the biggest lesson, too, or I guess main message that we all are trying to share is besides the fact that we all do go through struggles and hardships it's first of all you're not alone but also seek help you know like most of the reasons why all of us here were able to succeed through these hardships were why because we seeked help help. we found somebody we're like okay for example was a food insecurity where can i go get somebody who can help me with this Mm -hmm. if it was i don't know something mentally where can i go get counseling if you were struggling with grades whatever it is it was because we went seeking for help from somebody whether it was a faculty member a student um somebody i don't know an administrator 
Um, but it was the fact that we asked for help that totally marked the difference for us. You know, so yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. I, you know, something I've seen that's all too common, and I refer to it as the spiral effect, mm-hmm. right? When faced with failure, you will fail. There right. is something in college, mm-hmm. I'm not saying necessarily a class or something, <laughs> but there is something along the way in your college experience where mm-hmm. you'll fail at it. Right. You'll, you'll, you'll maybe you won't always succeed. A, yeah, you'll, you'll fail at maybe a paper, maybe an entire class, maybe... Um, you won't get along with a, mm-hmm. a group you've been assigned to work with, mm-hmm. whatever it may be. And sometimes what I see in people is they have that initial failure, right? Mm-hmm. And then they go, just go down this spiral. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just like, well, I failed that class, so whatever. I'm not going to mm-hmm. try that hard in this class. And then before you know it, they dropped out of school mm-hmm. and uh, they let a, and they, it's almost like, you have two options, you right. know, after you fail. Right. When you're right, you yeah. can either pick yourself up and dust yourself exactly. off, um, and go on with your life, um, or you can just, you know, keep going, you know, mm-hmm. down the rabbit hole. We're going to turn this episode over to producer Monty Brown. He recently caught up with one of his mentors, Mimik Baxter another academic advisor at Minnesota State University, Mankato. Mimik, oh, you're going to love Mimik. Give it a listen. What, what's, what's, the, what's the plan for today? Talk to me a little bit. All right, so the plan is to interview one of my mentors, Mimik Baxter. Gonna go talk about how she's been a big help in my life. Hey, Mimik. Hello. Like you're already recording. Why you got the little thing out there? Knock, knock. Hello. This is Mamik. Microphone check. My name is Dr. Mamik Baxter. I am the academic advisor on record for all elementary and special education students. I also mentor um, a bunch of different students in different student organizations, specifically Teachers of Tomorrow, which is a student organization that supports students of color going into the teaching field. What does mentoring mean to you? Mentoring is more than just being there for somebody. It's believing in them and their abilities, um, not just the abilities they have now, but the abilities they will have in the future, their skills. Guiding them, being a sounding board for their concerns and their needs, being able to reprimand or correct them to tell them this is something, this is a learning moment, you should have done it this way, or giving them guidance on past mistakes that I've made, saying this is what happened to me when I did that. You can make your own choice, but hopefully you make the right choice. Why do you think students need mentoring? I think students need mentoring because it's all about the the cycle of life, and there's always more wisdom that comes from the more seasoned people. And as we continue to churn, eventually the young, like you, will become the seasoned (laughs) and then you will have to mentor others and help them. Do you have advice for people who are told, you know, hey, you should find a mentor? Well, how, how do you find a mentor? I would say the first thing they would probably need to check into is student organizations. Each student organization has a faculty or a staff advisor. And so if there's something they're interested in, that would be the first place I would talk to because that's generally an adult that has been on campus for a while. I would say start with what they like. If they like bowling, 
if they like, you know, soccer, basketball, if it's sports, find a little a sports team first. If it's ceramics or if it's academics or if it's a sorority, fraternity, look into that stuff also because there's always going to be a faculty or staff advisor. And then from there, they can probably connect the dots. Can you describe our relationship in three words? Respectful, loving, and hilarious. You keep saying that you, you love this guy. What do you what do you love about this guy? I would say mostly I love his sense of humor. Um, I love his work ethic. Um, and he has an attitude that's like, I'm not going to give up. He may not be the best at everything, but he continues to try. Um, and you can see that in him. And he's always trying to help others be successful. Once he's learn something and he's mastered or he feels confident in his ability, he's always willing to share with others what he's learned. And I really love that about him. That first semester is the most telling semester. Do you want to go back home? Um, Are you going to be academically successful? What did you get on that first test? If your first test, if you're used to getting A's in high school and that first test is a D, your confidence is pretty much shattered. (laughs) And so you have to be able to build that back up either with friends, a mentor, or you have to have that inner ability to say, it's okay, I didn't do so hot on that one, but I'm going to take another shot. And the candy dish, that's always for the students. Oh yeah, the candy dish. That's always for the students. I'm going to take a left Twix. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, thank you, Monique, for allowing us to do this. Thank you so much for being a big role in my life. So, Anna, what's next? We're actually going to go into an instructor's office and wait for it. It's going to be during office hours. Whoa, you can actually do that? <laughs> yeah, and we're going to find out what happens when we try and talk to our professors. Keep listening. You don't want to miss it.